Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's Your Point, the podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee, and today we have a special guest with us. Hey, guys, it's Morgan. It's so good to be with you, Kaylee. Thank you for having me. Uh, For those who don't know, I do have my own show, Morgan's Minute. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on all of my social media platforms. But yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely go check out her show on Instagram and TikTok. And everywhere, honestly. Everywhere. Yeah. Go watch it anywhere. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to be talking, we're going to do a recap real quick about a toxic masculinity video that I posted. And right now it's at like 1.2 million on my second account on TikTok. Um, But it blew up and it got a lot of traction. It got a lot of hate and it got a lot of duets and stitches from a lot of verified people. So uh, it... It, it did was, pretty it well. Was, it was pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Ray William Johnson, shout out. Saw you lot, on there. A lot of blue check marks. Yeah, yeah. Never seen so many blue check marks in my life. So uh, I'm gonna play the audio for you real quick of the TikTok, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play you what I said, and I meant every word of it. And I think that a lot of people took it out of context, and I don't know why. I was very clear in what I said, but we're gonna go into detail about it just so we can be sure. So the Los Angeles Times reported that traditional masculinity is officially labeled harmful by the American Psychological Association, and this is absolute crap. What happened to real men? What happened to men who were the heads of the household back in the 50s and the 60s? Us women are sick of it. We're tired of seeing these beta males walking around acting so sensitive towards everything. It's ridiculous. Traditional masculinity needs to come back. It is not harmful. Real women like real men. Our generation is pathetic. So first of all, why was it labeled harmful by the American Psychological Association? I don't know. But Morgan's going to give you the definition of what they define toxic masculinity as. So according to Dictionary.com, toxic masculinity is a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and dominance, and that is socially maladaptive or harmful to mental health. And for those of you who don't know what stoicism is, it's an indifference to pleasure or pain. Kaylee, what's the definition of traditional masculinity? So the definition of traditional masculinity is the quality or nature of the male sex, the quality, state, or degree of being masculine or manly. And I don't see a problem with that at all. A few examples right now that I can think off the top of my head of traditional masculinity would be male self-reliance, the worker-provider tradition of men, men's respect for women, male courage, and then male heroism. All of these things are positive traits that have nothing to do with domestic violence. So we're, we're going to break these down for a second. The male self-reliance and the worker-provider tradition of men kind of fall together. So male self-reliance, you have to rely on yourself. They want to be providers of themselves before they can provide for their family. So a man being self-reliant is literally him wanting to be assertive, go out of his way to get a job, go out of his way to make money and provide for his family, which I think every man should be. No man should rely on a woman to go get a job and have her be the head of the household and go supply the family with everything. That's a man's job. The worker-provider tradition of men is an actual tradition. It has the word tradition in the sentence. Worker-provider. That is what I think of when I think of a man. When I think of a man of a household, they provide for their family, they provide for their kids, for their kids' futures, and for their wives. And the wives are the ones taking care of the children, staying home, you know, traditional 
family unit, like we keep saying. And so why is traditional masculinity sound so bad to the left? So why is this now considered so taboo in society when in reality, a traditional family, traditional masculinity, traditional femininity, honestly, is what needs to happen in society and a progressive society so we can keep having kids, keep having strong family units to educate the next generation. I want to say this right now. The feminist movement and the left in general are completely trying to wipe out all kinds of tradition when it comes to your typical American family. They do not want you to have kids. They do not want you to get married and settle down and have a family. They do not want you to even get jobs. Our generation has become so self-reliant on other people and has become so immature and irresponsible. It blows my mind. The other one that I want to talk about is men's respect for women. Women demand respect from men a lot of the time, but you will not receive that respect unless you have respect for yourself. And you guys are out here showing off your bodies on social media, dancing around on TikTok, and outright disrespecting men, talking about how much you hate men. And how do you expect to find a respectful man if you were expressing those types of opinions? I have seen so many women on social media playing this victim mentality and then five seconds later flaunting their bodies all over social media and talking about how much they hate men. It is a constant cycle. These women do not respect themselves. Therefore, they will not receive respect from anybody else. If you are constantly bashing men, that doesn't make an actual real man want anything to do with you. I want you to know that. A real traditional man will not look at you while you are bashing men on social media and be like, ah, yes, that is the woman that I want to marry. Let's also talk about chivalry for a second. Like when a man opens a door for a woman, a car door, takes her on a date, gets her flowers, like that is chivalry right there. And that is a man asserting dominance and heroism, honestly, and being respectful towards a woman. But in today's society, if a man chooses to open the door for a woman, Nine times out of ten, that woman is going to get mad at him. And it's embarrassing. Why can't you let a guy open a door for you? And that man is literally asserting his dominance in one of the most polite and respectful ways a man could. I stand by what I said when I said this is absolute crap. Because, first of all, toxic masculinity and traditional masculinity are two different things. Frankly, in my opinion, toxic masculinity doesn't exist. But... At the same time, traditional masculinity, and specifically when I mentioned talking about men back in the 50s and 60s, can be broken down into many different things. And we'll go into detail about that because I'm not talking about men beating up their wives. I don't know how many times I have to specify that. That's the number one stitch that Kaylee got on all of her videos was everyone telling her that, oh, the 50s and 60s, so you mean you want your husband to beat you. You want... Like, women just get beat up. Like, that is not the definition of what traditional masculinity is in the 50s and 60s. We're talking about having a nuclear family, having a unified husband and wife's relationship, not this domestic violence, which I'm pretty sure domestic violence rates are actually up in the 21st century, not the 50s and 60s, but we're going to look that up for you. Yeah, we're going to pull up some statistics real quick because domestic abuse has definitely 100% gotten worse as the years have gone on. The fact that people kept bringing up that it's only happened in the 50s and 60s is pretty insulting to people 
who are pretty concerning. It's pretty concerning to people who are victims of actual domestic abuse, like myself. So according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States, which equates to more than 10 million men and women. Also, on a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines nationwide. This is shocking. This is in the 21st century, where apparently men are supposed to be this, like, great figure. Men and women are equal. Feminism, yay. But clearly, domestic violence is at an all-time high. 20,000 phone calls a day. That is really bad. And I just want to bring up something real quick, because I mentioned men in the 50s and 60s. Let's talk about the relationship dynamic in, in our average society right now. Um, the divorce rates are at an all-time high. Typically, traditional marriages from the 50s and 60s have pretty much lasted this long. Many, many couples who were together back in the day are still together now. Meanwhile, people in our generation are constantly breaking up, embracing hookup culture, and getting divorced because they think that divorce shows some type of women empowerment. Like, look at your grandparents, for example. They're all still together. They had their kids. They had the family dynamic. And like Kaylee said, modern day hookup culture, it's so toxic. Like, that's the real toxic masculinity, which I really don't believe in toxic masculinity. But it's a societal problem that we have because it's letting kids and teenagers know, like, oh, it's okay to have multiple partners. It's okay to be in an open relationship. It's okay to date multiple people and get married and then get a divorce. Like, that's been normalized in society today. Day, instead of embracing traditional masculinity of settling down, finding a wife, having a nuclear family, you know, a traditional family, kids, a dog, white picket fence, the American dream. And that has not been more normalized anymore. There are so many people commenting the men beating women thing and equating it to masculinity. And I don't even get where that's coming from, because if you beat a woman, you are not considered masculine in my eyes. That doesn't make any sense to me. Domestic abuse is gross, wrong, disgusting, illegal, and it has nothing to do with whether a man is masculine or not. Okay, so Kaylee, how would we define what a beta male is? The best example I can give you, and here, I'm going to show you a picture so you can visualize it, is literally the picture on the Time magazine of Harry and Meghan standing there. And if you've seen it, you've probably seen it. It was everywhere all over Twitter. You know... They want to glorify women and do all that, feminism, whatever. So you see Megan almost like center stage on the front page of the magazine. And then you see Harry behind her, like leaning on her shoulder, like not really that good of posture, kind of like hiding behind his wife. And it's like, that is the perfect representation of a beta male to me, because where's the strength? Where's the dominance? Like, and you guys take dominance and you immediately twist it into something that it isn't. Like, you think of dominance and you think of, like, aggressiveness when that's not the case at all. Women need men who are strong, independent, driven, have a job, and want to provide for their family and their wives. Whereas in this picture, Harry looks so weak and looks like he doesn't want to do anything for Megan. It looks like Megan's running the show here. I'm all for women having jobs, providing for the families, and wanting to feel confident about themselves, but what I'm not for is this third-slash-fourth wave of feminism that we're entering where women feel the need to be completely dominant over men, 
and want to entirely wipe out the male race. But for the traditional relationship, like if I'm out at, at the mall or something and I see a couple and, you know, the girl is like super aggressive and dominant and like her boyfriend is like passively like just taking it, just taking it like she's giving him crap and he's just taking it. Like, why do you guys like that? It's almost as if they consistently point out toxic masculinity, yet at the same time, if we switch the roles real quick and a man is sitting here screaming at a woman in the middle of a mall, that's considered instant toxic masculinity. But as soon as a woman does it, why is it considered empowerment? Why is it considered women's rights and empowerment when a woman stands up and screams at a guy? Why has the feminist movement evolved into this? Why is it only okay if it's coming from the woman's side? As a woman, that's exactly what I have a problem with. So let's talk about the different waves of feminism. The first wave of feminism took place in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, emerging out of an environment of urban industrialism and liberal socialist politics. The goal of this wave was to open up opportunities for women with a focus on suffrage. In its early stages, feminism was interrelated with the temperance and abolitionist movements. Discussions about the vote and women's participation in politics led to an examination of the differences between men and women as they were viewed. Some claimed that women were morally superior to men. While the second wave of feminism began in the 1960s and continued into the 90s, the new left was on the rise and the voice of the second wave was increasingly radical. In this phase, sexuality and reproductive rights were dominant issues, and much of the movement's energy was focused on passing the Equal Rights Amendment to the Constitution, guaranteeing social equality regardless of sex. The second wave was increasingly theoretical based on a fusion of neo-Marxism and psychoanalytical theory and began to associate women with the broader critiques of patriarchy, capitalism, normative heterosexuality, and the women's role as a wife and mother. Sex and gender were differentiated, the former being biological and the later a social construct that varies culture to culture and over time, whereas the first wave of feminism was generally propelled by the middle class, western, cisgender, white women, the second phase drew in women of color in developing nations. Feminists spoke of women as a social class and coined phrases such as the personal is political and identity politics in an effort to demonstrate that race, class, and gender oppression are all related. So what the heck does class, race, and gender oppression have to do with femininity? Now, I'm all for traditional femininity and women's rights, but in modern day, what rights don't women have? The second wave of feminism did not fail at all, and many goals of the second wave were met. More women in positions of leadership in higher education, business and politics, abortion rights, because for some reason women consider this empowerment, even though it's literally murder, General public awareness of the concept of and the need for rights of women, and in my opinion, this is where feminism should have ended. So, the third wave of feminism began in the mid-90s and was influenced by a postmodern way of thinking. In this wave, many constructs were destabilized, including the notions of universal womanhood, body, gender, sexuality, and heteronormativity. The women of the third wave stepped onto the stage as strong and empowered and defining feminine beauty for themselves as subjects, not as objects of a sexist patriarchy. They developed a rhetoric of mimicry, which appropriated derogatory terms like slut and bitch in order to subvert sexist culture and deprive it of verbal weapons. 
Something similar is the black community taking the N-word and using it as a word of empowerment for their community, but degrading anybody else who happens to say the word. The internet has also become a very important tool of quote, girly feminism by creating women-only spaces. But overall, the third wave of feminism breaks a lot of boundaries. And the fourth wave is not that much better. It is still a captivating and developing social construct within itself. The fourth wave of feminism, in my opinion, shouldn't even be considered feminism because the left has completely taken it and involved the LGBTQ community and the black community. What a gay man or a black man has anything to do with feminism is beyond me. Because the last time I checked, feminism was for women and not men. The problem with this is that they've taken something that was originally supposed to belong to women and involved both genders, and you can see a lot of this happening within women's sports and schools and society as a whole. Feminism no longer refers to the struggles of women, but is completely turned into trying to overpower men, and their overall goal is to destroy the male population. So overall, it is very, very important for men to take on their traditional role as husbands and mans of the household, and women, it is very important that you respect yourselves and wait for the right man to come instead of trying to completely outrun men as a whole. Not only are we trying to bring awareness to the toxicity of femininity, but also tell y'all the importance of how much we need traditional masculinity in society today. So feminists, What's your point? What are you trying to accomplish now? Because as far as I'm concerned, women are just as equal as men, and we are accomplishing just as much as men are, and in my opinion, we need to step back and tone it down a notch.